You're listening to Positively Anti-Inflammatory, the show for people just like you who want to keep inflammation down and your spirits up. I'm your host, Alyssa Abrahamson, functional nutritional therapist and wellness coach. Today and every Wednesday, I'm here to be your coach and your guide as I offer insightful ways for you to lead a positively anti-inflammatory life. Hey there, welcome back to Positively Anti-Inflammatory. It is episode 67. Today we're talking about being addicted to stress. I'm going to address questions such as what is stress? What happens in the body when you're stressed? Is all stress bad? What is stress addiction? How does stress become addictive? How does stress impact health? How does stress impact inflammation? And I'll share how to determine if you are addicted to stress, and I will give six strategies to help break the pattern of stress addiction. Oh, stress. (laughs) What is it? What is stress? Well, stress is primarily a physical response. It's, It's essentially your body's way of dealing with change or demanding situations. And stress is totally normal. It's a normal part of life. And our bodies are designed to experience and react to stress. So stress is both normal and important for living life. So for example, you know, a family vacation, a first date, getting married, a job interview, having a baby, all that, all these come with their share of stress and stimulation. So we need to remember that not all stress is bad. Stress can serve many useful purposes like keeping you alert, keeping you out of danger, and giving you motivation to get more accomplished. And low levels of stress can encourage or even, you know, inspire you to make more changes in your life and grow as a person. But, oi, (laughs) the problem is our society encourages stressful living through you know, the notion that busyness is worthiness. So we thrive on stress because it, you know, can boost energy and it can give us a sense of purpose and make us feel driven. And, you know, like, think about this. How often do your friends or even you respond to, you know, how are you with busy or crazy busy? There seems to be even this competition of who is more busy or who is more stressed. That sucks, right? Plus, the addiction to our devices is so real and unhealthy, and it perpetuates stress. You know, this needs to constantly check our phones or be available at all times, even when we're at the gym or at, you know, during a mealtime or on vacation or at a social gathering. There's this fear of missing out or not being in the know or even this compare and despair on social media. So being attached to your phone is can be incredibly stressful. And what happens to the body when you're stressed? Well, what what happens in your body during a stressful event is that stress brings out our sympathetic fight or flight response. And once the stress response is activated, our body pumps hormones such as the stress hormone cortisol adrenaline, and even even dopamine, the feel-good hormone. So all of this is normal and natural. 
But where we get into trouble is when the stress response becomes so habitual that we seek more and more stress, such as overworking, overscheduling, overdoing, and we become addicted to that heightened stressful state. Because stress isn't just a mental reaction, but also a physiological one that, quote, high that stress can that the stress causes can become addictive for some people. You know, people may enjoy the feelings brought on by the surges of dopamine and cortisol in the brain caused by stress, and this can cause them to repeat behaviors. The other thing that's really like, it, just important to reflect upon is, you know, if you grew up in a highly stressful household, that perhaps now as an adult, those feelings of stress might be natural or even a comfortable state of being, even if it's unpleasant, because being stressed is what you know or are familiar with. And then, you know, all of this could result in a dependence on stress hormones or stressful situations. And some of us might even, you know, feel that when we're not stressed, we get stressed about that. <laughs> Essentially, you know, when you're living on high alert and always stressed, when you're in this chronic chronic state of stress, chronic state of stress, cortisol and adrenaline remain in your system for prolonged periods of time. This wreaks havoc on your mind and your body, your whole system, and can cause long-term physical and mental issues like depression, heart disease, weight gain. And when we talk about stress and its impact on inflammation, well, prolonged chronic stress leads to higher than normal, you know, levels of the hormone cortisol, as I mentioned. And when cortisol remains at these high levels, it alters the effectiveness of it to regulate both the inflammatory and immune response because it decreases decreases tissue sensitivity to cortisol. So what happens is that immune cells become insensitive to cortisol's regulatory effect, and then uncontrolled inflammation may advance the development and progression of disease. So basically, ongoing stress can make any health condition that you have feel worse. When your body is under stress, it releases chemicals that trigger inflammation and pain. So specifically, you know, when we're talking about autoimmune disease, you might be more likely to have a flare up when and feel your, you know, heightened symptoms when you're when you are stressed. So what are some signs and symptoms of stress? If you're experiencing symptoms like sleep issues, insomnia, blood sugar dysregulation, fatigue, digestive issues, anxiety, high blood pressure, panic attacks, irritability, short temper, increased heart rate, even frequent colds. Symptoms like these may indicate that stress is beginning to overwhelm you and your system. And so many of us live in this chronic state of stress that we simply don't even realize it. We just think that, oh, this is this is what it's like to be me. You know, this is the way it is. So let's define stress addiction. Stress addiction, which, by the way, is not 
a clinical diagnosis, is essentially a pattern of seeking out stressful situations or when you're continue when you continually demonstrate behavior that increases stress. And this can even happen when you're feeling overwhelmed and you want to stop, but you're just caught up in this pattern. You're caught up in this cycle. So how do you determine if you are addicted to stress? So here's some questions that might help you figure out if you are dependent on the feelings you get from stress. All right. Do you continue to put yourself in stressful situations despite experiencing stress-related physical symptoms or other issues related to stress? Do you thrive on tight deadlines? Is it hard for you to sit still and do absolutely nothing at all? Do you overbook yourself? Do you say yes when you wish you said no? Do you feel guilty when you relax? Do you find yourself finishing or wanting to finish other people's sentences or statements? Do you feel bored unless you're under stress? Do you take care of everyone and everything and keep your mind occupied with your to-do list? Are you unable to remember the last time you weren't stressed? So feelings like these are connected with the idea that when you're busy, you are successful and worthy and, and, you know, even important. And then when you're not busy, you're lazy or a failure. And this creates stress and pressure and anxiety. And I'm not saying that, you know, that that's how you feel, but you could feel that way. And this is just something to be super mindful of, you know, because some of us make ourselves busy in order to avoid, you know, quote, negative emotions, unquote, negative. Um, And, you know, we may have a reluctance to deal with our issues or ourselves on a deeper level. So we cram every moment of our lives with work or appointments and tasks. And this makes sense because of the influences of the chemical reaction in your body, like adrenaline and cortisol, you know, rush, Um, Plus, when we complete tasks, our brain releases that feel-good hormone dopamine. And dopamine encourages repeat behaviors because it activates that reward center in our brain. And so the dopamine released during stress may be at the heart of many addictive behaviors. So (laughs) you might be thinking, okay, I see it now. I, I admit it. I might be addicted to stress. Or you could be thinking, yes, I definitely have too much stress in my life. You know, whether I'm addicted or not, Alyssa, I need help. (laughs) So, you know, how can you stop living in chronic stress? How can you overcome a stress addiction? Well, if you're realizing that you are addicted to stress, do not fret. Please do not fret. There are so many ways to work with this and to combat it and manage it and break that cycle. And (laughs) the first step is 
Recognition. Seriously, it's recognition. It's critical for you to recognize the significance of what a stress imbalance and what chronic stress does to your system physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And take take it to heart that it's of utter it's of utter importance for you to do things to take care of yourself and to lower your stress levels. And then make a decision and make a commitment to make conscientious efforts to break up with stress and to get comfortable pausing, resting, and relaxing. So again, how can you stop living in chronic stress? How can you overcome stress addiction? So first, I'm going to recommend a few, uh, some journal prompts for you to go deeper into understanding your relationship with stress. So feel free to press pause right now. Grab your pen and paper. I have, let's see, one, two, three, four, six questions for you. All right. Number one, what beliefs do you have around stress? What beliefs do you have around stress? Number two, can you identify times when you felt that you thrived on stress? Can you identify times you felt that you thrived on stress and then how how did that impact you? Number three, what are you avoiding by staying busy? What are you avoiding by staying busy? Number four, are you aware of the impact that stress-filled life has on you short and long-term? And then what are your thoughts about this? Are you aware of the impact that a stress-filled life has on you? And what are your thoughts about this? Number five, what do you believe stress is contributing to your health and lifestyle? What do you believe stress is contributing to your health and lifestyle? And lastly, number six, do you believe you can overcome? Sorry, do you believe you can become more comfortable? (laughs) Do you believe you can come before? Do you believe you can become more comfortable in stillness and reduce stress? How would this benefit you and your health? Do you believe you can become more comfortable in stillness and reduce stress? How would this benefit you and your health? Okay, and now I'm going to offer six strategies to help break the pattern of stress addiction. First, therapy. You know, therapy is awesome. Therapy can help you get at the root of your stress tendencies and how to overcome them. And two, be kind to everyone in your life, even strangers you know, clerks at the post office. Watch and observe yourself being kind to everyone you encounter. And then practice being as kind to yourself as you are to a stranger or you are to a good friend. And number three, third strategy to help break a pattern of stress addiction continuing on with kindness is experiment with a kindness journal. So it's essentially 
you know, make a list of concrete acts of kindness that you do for others, as well as list acts of kindness that you do for yourself every day, and then be super mindful that these lists are balanced. Because some of us have a tendency to do a lot more kind things for others than we do for ourselves. And we want to have these, the kindness towards ourselves be, you know, elevated. And number four, another way to break the pattern of stress addiction is exercise, moving your body. Physical activity reduces stress hormones and stimulates the production of endorphins, which together help foster relaxation and improve your quality of life, both mentally and physically. And even if you're not an exercise person, like I don't consider myself an exercise person. I'm not, I've never gone to the gym. Um, I mean, maybe in high school when you had to, (laughs) but, you know, going for walks, going for walks is such a great place to start. And number five, I hope you love this one. (laughs) Sing. It doesn't matter if you can, you know, carry a tune or not. Singing is a stress reliever. Singing helps lower levels of cortisol and it decreases feelings of stress. Singing releases endorphins, you know, the brain's feel-good chemicals. Sing in the car, sing in the shower, do karaoke. One of my least favorite things in the entire world. But I know people love karaoke. (laughs) So sing. And then number six, develop a meditation, breathing, or mindfulness practice. Practice, And we think about, you know, I talk about this often. I'm like in love slash obsessed um, with guided meditations. And there are so many free apps out there that you can have access to breathing techniques, mindfulness practices, and meditation, guided meditations or other meditations. My favorite, I've mentioned this before, is Insight Timer. I personally listen to guided meditations morning and night. And, you know, over the past handful of years, I probably listened to hundreds <laughs> and it helps me so much. And one of my absolute favorite meditation and mindfulness teachers is Selena Leal. And I'm so excited. I will be having her on a future episode. I've mentioned her before. Selena Leal, I, she has, Helped me helped me immensely. I recommend any and all of her guided meditations and all of her talks on Insight Timer. She is a healer. She is incredible, and I'm so grateful for her. So, those are six strategies to help you break the pattern of stress addiction. Of course, there's many more, but those are the six that I'm recommending here today. You know, and if you've realized that you're, you know, that you are addicted to stress, that you simply have too much stress in your life, I really hope that you know that there are many things you can do to overcome this and break this pattern and help support yourself. You can train your brain and your body to become more comfortable with stillness and kindness and serenity through intentional practice. So here's to taking good care, being kind to yourself, taking good care of yourself and lowering stress levels. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I appreciate you listening. And it's not too late for you to fill out the survey that I created for you. I want I want to learn about you and your interest in my nutrition and wellness offerings. 
to take this survey, just go to the show, no- show notes in the description of this podcast episode. The link is right there. You click on it and you can do it on your phone, you know, or if you prefer on your computer, you can just click on it and then just copy and pla- paste and send that to yourself. You could do it on your computer. It literally, we take you two minutes and your input is so helpful to me and it's super important. And I really appreciate you taking the time to fill out the survey. And until next week, say something nice to yourself, slow down when you eat and say yes to rest. Hey, if what you're hearing resonates with you, I created a free resource just for you. Anti-inflammatory living, the essential guide. To get your free copy, head over to guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com. That's guide.thewellnessheadquarters.com to receive your free anti-inflammatory living, The Essential Guide.